0: Welcome to the Therapeutic Food Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Maryn Mitchell. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, therapeutic diet expert, and founder of The Road to Living Whole. There are many different diets out there. It's hard to know which one is right for you with your chronic illness and autoimmune disease. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you the foundational pieces every single therapeutic diet out there shares, and also how to use the best one for your particular diagnosis. If you've been looking for a meal planning partner, help navigating the complicated healthcare system, and want to feel better quickly, I'm your girl. Grab your kombucha and notebook, let's dive in. I am so excited today. We have Joanna joining us and she has an incredible story, which I'm just going to let her jump right in and share who she is and her story with you. Hi everybody. My name is Johanna Dahlman. I am the founder and
1: creator of alopecia angel. And for those of you who don't know what alopecia is, it's the medical term for hair loss. And I didn't know what this meant until I was actually diagnosed and I was diagnosed actually at the hair salon by my hairstylist who had been doing my hair since I'm 13 and I would see him on a consistent basis to get my highlights done and all of a sudden I come back from a trip I go see him and you know he's going through my hair you know brushing it out going through everything you know separating all the sections. And he's like, Johanna, in a very matter of fact, kind of voice, no love here. Johanna, you have alopecia, you need to go see a doctor. And I was like, what's alopecia? And so I grab my phone, I start doing searches. And all of a sudden, tears start running down my face. And what you see, what I saw, what anyone sees when you Google or when you do internet searches for alopecia, the autoimmune type, the classic bald spot. It's just the worst case scenario. Everything is the worst case scenario. Everything leads you down to this horrific rabbit hole of sorts. And then it just spirals into the forums and it spirals into people who've been suffering for decades, months, years, eons with no solution and no support. And at that moment, it was literally probably the first time I've ever cried at a at a hair salon. Going to the hair salon for me has always been a fun time, almost like a rejuvenation time. It's it's almost like spa time for me because it's when my dark roots become blonde, and I and I become like the shiny, happy, you know, sunshine again, um, being blonde. And at that moment, though, it was absolutely terrifying to see what the next steps would look like. I ha- happened to be in transition at the time. Uh, I was moving from uh, one city to another city. And so um, I didn't necessarily had health insurance. So I had to pay out of a pocket. And I was seeing doctors and dermatologists in one state and then another state. And then I moved um, with my fiance to, um, to Europe and i saw doctors there but no one was helpful i mean the doctors in europe were no help whatsoever the doctors in the in california were very very aggressive wanting to give me a plethora of medications wanting to give me cortisone shots giving me like this monthly planner as if they were some sort of uh you know weight loss program so to speak but it was for cortisone shots it was for creams and steroids um And then the doctors in in Denver didn't really give me many options either. It was just very superficial with creams and, and gimmicks of that nature. And mind you, this whole time, I'm 30 something and I had just met my husband, right? So he's now my fiance, just about. I'm moving to Europe. And at the same time, Up until then, I had classified myself as the healthiest person in my family. I was extremely fit. I had a personal trainer. I was running every day. I was doing Pilates and yoga for over 20 years, both. I would do yoga retreats. I mean, I I looked like the poster child of health. and, And yet I still had, I still got alopecia. I still got this autoimmune disease, quote unquote, out of nowhere. In hindsight, I now know what, why and how this happened. In hindsight, I now understand the big picture, the full circle of situations that led me there. But in all honesty, at the time, of course, I was scared. I was, you know, filled with uncertainty, filled with um, fear. And then, of course, speaking to quote unquote professionals, speaking to doctors, speaking to dermatologists also did not give me any hope because none of them explained to me the ramifications or the side effects to the medications. None of them explained to me how long I would have to be on the medication for. No one explained to me what this would look like, what the journey would look like, if healing would happen. They just gave it to me like, this is it. Like, This is what I can give you. They didn't say anything else. There was no other information. There was no other fine print. There was no other information in the package, so to speak. And this is where I started questioning things because I was 30-something, I was somewhat advanced age, getting married for the first time. And of course, I wanted to have babies. And fertility, um, as you and I, Marian, had just spoken about, mm-hmm. means a lot. And it does identify whether you are healthy or not. It, it is a marker for health. And I wanted to preserve any fertility or any and all fertility that I had, not knowing, right? Because I'd never had been pregnant before. I had never tried to get pregnant before, but yet now that I found my partner, I wanted to get pregnant and we wanted to do so in somewhat of an immediate fashion. And so I wanted to take care of that and not hinder that while fixing my alopecia. Because I had read articles. I had seen so many articles of young girls, 18, 20, 25 years old, where they're on the route of looking for hair loss solutions. They're taking all different types of jack inhibitors. They're taking all different types of quote unquote trial medicines, throwing themselves like guinea pigs into these pharmaceutical hazards. And yet they come out, not just worse off in terms of health, but now they have kidney failure. Now they have liver issues. Now they have Fertility issues. Now they're impotent if you're a boy, because there's alopecia medicine for boys and for girls. If you're a man, this does cause impotence. It does cause erectile dysfunction. It does cause fertility issues. And women, the same. It can cause fertility issues. It can cause so many other things. And for those of you who don't know, 25% of you who have one autoimmune disease will go on and develop a second and a third. And so those are other statistics that when I started my research, I was dumbfounded about and you know even just the sheer fact that my hairstylist had diagnosed me i'm wondering how many other people in the world are diagnosed by their hairstylist and how many other people are there in the world where their hairstylist is diagnosing them but yet the the, the stylist can't help them can't guide them correctly can't give them another option or another solution or another tip or advice and so deep down in the pit of my stomach, I knew I was not gonna be bald. I knew that this was not my quote unquote destiny. I knew that I wasn't going to accept this. And for many of you, if this is the first time ever hearing about alopecia or if you yourself have alopecia or know somebody, you're kind of given only two options, either the medication route or the accept my fate route, accept the disease route, and that's it. Those are the two options that you see online. And that's not the options I wanted. I always want something better for me. I always want something outside the box. I always wanted something customized, you know, and maybe yeah. it's part of that generation as you have it your way, right? Thank you Burger King, <laughs> for that. It's have it your way. And when, or maybe it's my corporate background, you know, I had used to work for Apple at one point and At Apple, you think differently. You do things out of the box. You don't go with the status quo. And I believe that 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 corporate background also helped me forge my own path to show and determine that this wasn't going to A, define me. This wasn't going to be my end-all, be-all. This wasn't going to be a situation that I have to accept or live with. It's up to me, though, to create that creative solution. And so here we are three, four years, fast forward, three, four years after trial and error research. During this time, I had already moved to Europe. I'm going back and forth to the U.S. and Europe, trying to see you know doctors and situations, but yet I find that there's no help. So I forge my own path. It's my own trial and error. Little by little, I uncover my blind spots and here we go you know, by that fourth year, I finally see hair growth. And it's not just the hair growth, because for most of you who, who don't maybe understand alopecia, or for the parent who's listening to this and who has a child with alopecia, it's much more than hair loss. Um, a lot of situations and symptoms that can be ancillary to, in addition to hair loss is dry eyes, dry skin, um, insomnia, it could be digestive issues. It could be brain fog. It can be uh, the pitting of the nails or ridges on the nails. It can be, you know, maybe a flare up of eczema and psoriasis. It could be, um, you know, anxiety, depression. It can be so many other things on a mental, physical, emotional, you know, spiritual plane where it's affecting you in all ways, shapes, and forms. And being the energetic, optimistic person that I've always been, This was like a hit, a a big hit to me, not just to myself, to my my identity, right? Because I'm known for my big curly hair, as you can attach. It's
0: beautiful. (laughs) Thank you.
1: I I love my hair. I've always been known for my hair and I wasn't going to give up without a fight. And I did this for me, not even thinking that after the fact that I would actually come back around, circle back and think, hey, no, more people need to know about this we'll get to that later but on this journey you know i looked at every every option i mean if you wanted me to eat um cow testicles and you know frog <laughs> legs i would have done it you name it i would have done it there's nothing i wouldn't have done and so when people come to me when clients come to me and say oh johanna i've done it all trust me i've done it all i've spent a fortune i'm going to say you haven't done it all i have this is why i have the hair if you still have hair loss today you have not done it all. Your approach has failed. The strategy has failed. We'll get into that later, but an approach, a strategy, a method is very very important. Expertise, experience is very very important because when I look back, I see that none of the doctors, none of the dermatologists went through alopecia. None of them, you know, not even my hairstylist, okay, sure, you you knew what the name was, you knew how to diagnose it, you knew that it started with round bald spots which you know, by the way, it started with one ba- a round bald spot, then another and another, and guess what? Then they start connecting and they start growing. And at the same time, I'm losing my eyelashes. I'm losing my eyebrows. My hair started receding. So back, far fo- fo- um, forward, or sorry, backwards. So back, fo- so, so back- far backwards, <laughs> so far backwards. Thank you. That my big forehead that I already have now became like double the size. And 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 at the same time, fast forward, I also realize now in hindsight that I had multiple types of hair loss all at the same time. It just wasn't one type. This too is, is, is a precarious situation because you can be misdiagnosed. I have clients who've been misdiagnosed by five, 10 different doctors, and each one is giving them a, a different diagnosis. But going back to my story, after four years, I finally saw myself in the mirror. I could see the Johanna there. I could see her literally scratching to the surface, trying to get through. And that's when I felt the confidence. That's when I knew I was on the right path. That's when I knew that things were happening for me. That's when I knew that this lesson, because I call alopecia a life lesson and a blessing that it taught me so much. It taught me Things that no parent, no government, no teacher, no school, no university, no president of the country or state or anything else or province, wherever you live, has ever taught me. And this is what I go through inside the Alopecia Angel program because it's it's life-changing. It's transformative. Once you have the knowledge, then you can move forward. Then you can take action. Then you can see exactly what route you need to take and create a strategy for you. Um, and this is so key to your success because this way we're not going around in the vicious cycles because you'll also see people with alopecia and they're like, oh, it's uncertain. Oh, you know, it has its own, you know, life and it doesn't, we can take control of our health. We can take control of our life, of our hair loss and of any other disease, but we just need to understand and be more self-aware and see exactly what the problem lies. And so- once you do that, then you have a roadmap and a blueprint for your health. And so this is how I healed in a nutshell. And then, you know, hair kept growing. And I will say that even after COVID, even after a pregnancy, because yes, I had my baby at 40. Thank you very much on the first try. Congratulations. And thank you. And for any of those who, you know, who feel, let's say, um, weary about having children later on in life, like don't embrace it. I had the most amazing pregnancy with no hiccups, no problems, all natural birth Dutch style. Cause I was in the Netherlands at my house on the wooden floors, blood everywhere. I'll leave the picture there, but in this like really, uh, you know, old house, it was like 17, it was built like in 1750 before the U S even became ratified as the United States of America. And, and yet, you know, that's where I had my baby with a midwife. I felt like I was in the 1500s. (laughs) I never saw a doctor once because the healthcare system there doesn't allow you to see doctors unless you're having twins. But in any case, I had a, a fantastic pregnancy, very healthy pregnancy and a very healthy 10 pound baby. So it can happen at any age, not just the fertility, but also the healing. And I'm so happy I healed alopecia before having the baby, because I actually just saw an article yesterday, um, I forget where, but in some uh, medical journal where it was saying where moms who have an autoimmune disease or who have alopecia in particular, are, the percentage is high. I forget what the percentage was, but so much more susceptible to giving not just those antibodies for the child to also have alopecia, but then also other diseases, also psychological issues, so much more other health concerns to that baby, to that fetus. And so it's so, so important for anyone who is thinking about getting pregnant to heal before, if they can, because it is possible to heal and
0: reverse alopecia. So I'm going to, Yeah, I'm going to get in here for a second. What sure. I love is your tenacity. And like, you're like, this is not going to hold me back. You know, that initial fear and that initial overwhelm, we all experience that, especially upon diagnosis. Like we're really, like, I feel like you were kind of blindsided. Like, I feel like a lot of people when they come with autoimmune disease, they have all these symptoms and they're searching. You just showed up to the hair salon and were like sucker punched in the face. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that's traumatic in and of itself. And then, you know, what I love, and this is what you and I are such kindred spirits because I would never accept it's medication or acceptance ever. I'd be like, what do you mean? There's got, you know, we have so much control over our lives. This is like yeah. what's being preached, right? In all directions. But it's like when it comes to medical stuff, everybody's just like, oh, medication or, you know, just acceptance. And it's like, no, absolutely not. Like, what is in my control? And finding out what, where that is, is, I would say, there's so much information out there. It's overwhelming. So I kind of want to get into that. Like, let's go into, you know, how did you heal yourself? Where did you start? What kind of got you in this place where like, yes, you already knew there was more, but what was kind of that first domino of like empowerment? So
1: at this time, because I was in transition, because I was moving from one country to another, because I had no health insurance anywhere because of the transition because I had left my job in the U.S. and was uh, looking for a job in, in Europe. I think I was blessed in a way to not have a job, to not have anything. And so I had an amount, an abundance of full-time and this full-time allowed me to make healing alopecia my job. And for any of you on the on the health journey, on trying to figure this out on your own, I would say, don't do it. I would say, try to go through experts, try to go through people who've done it, who can lead you and show you the path and show you the way. Because you cut your time in half. Um, You save yourself so much time, money, and energy. And it's so so impressive. See, what took me four years to figure this out, 16, 18 hour days, like I'm relentless. I'm tenacious to a T, plus weekends, you know, I had no kids at the time. So it was, it was healing my alopecia or bust. That was it. That was my end goal. And, you know, 16 hours a day plus, plus weekends, no vacation, just pounding this out, really focused on it for four years. What took me four years now takes my clients less than eight weeks because they have all the shortcuts. They have everything that they need to get to the results. I'm extremely results oriented. And if I can save more people, more families, the time and the money, the heartache, the pain and the suffering that I went to, that I went through, um, you know, having to cry myself to sleep, having to just cry out of the sheer agony and the lack of motivation because I couldn't even like muster the strength to even cook myself lunch because I, I couldn't see the old Johanna with the new Johanna. This new Johanna was tired all the time, absolutely fatigued. I, I couldn't even make it downstairs to my gym. It, it was just very, just very opposite to who I was. I mean, I had come from Miami, working out three hours a day, having a full, full schedule from like 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day. Full schedule, work, you know, play, outside activities, you name it. I, I lived my best life <laughs> in Miami. And, but at the same time, you know, I, I see the, the blind spots in these problems. And when it come to me, when it came to my healing, I leaned on my research studies for my master's degree. I leaned on, you know, higher education. I leaned on um, many of these things, you know, internet can only take you so far because as you said, there is a lot of information and more than half of it is misinformation more than half. And then on top of it, you have this conflicting information. And even when it comes to just weight loss, you know, let's just take weight loss for an example. You know, if you want to lose weight, you know, most people will say, okay, well, it's calories in calories out, you know, you got to exercise more than the calories, but that's also a very antiquated way of seeing weight loss. And Mm -hmm. especially, you know, weight loss for a 10 year old is going to look different for a 50 year old, right? You have other considerations. So I felt like nothing was tailored to me. Nothing was customized to me in that sense. And so it's just like I had to, with my self-awareness, try to navigate all the different avenues. And then, of course, trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. And what I say now to my clients is that healing alopecia is like a 1,000-piece puzzle. And you have 1,000 pieces. And you have to put it all together, but it has to fit in just so for you. And not just, you know, for me or for, let's say my sister or anyone else, but it's for you because you are so unique and your alopecia may differ from mine. You know, there's just so many different factors. And this is the situation that we see now, like where healthcare systems want to plug in a one size fits all. And that doesn't work. A one size fits all to Jack inhibitors, to the creams, to the minoxidils, to the Rogaines, to the
0: vitamins, hair
1: nails, and skin supplements, like none of that works, people.
0: None of it does. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't fix the body attacking itself and getting to the root of that, you know, because it is an autoimmune disease. So the body, you know, autoimmune disease is just the body going haywire and it picks one organ system to start crying out for help. And eventually if you don't get to the root of it, you develop more your body cries out in other ways. It'll start with you know, with you as alopecia, it could have very easily progressed into other autoimmune diseases, you know, and you know, so it's getting to the root. the creams and all of that, all that do all that is is a band-aid to hopefully try to help, but it's not getting to the root, which is what you and I are all about. So let's maybe, you know, you have this program that is launching, which is super exciting what are some of the, maybe the foundational pieces that, you know, depending on what order, but like, what are some of the things that really matter when it comes to healing that you found worked?
1: So what I like to say is that it's so in my free training that you alluded to, I have a free training that starts tomorrow. You can find all the information on my website, but what I like to say that you have two buckets, you have diet and lifestyle. And in those buckets, you have numerous things that, we need to evaluate. So anyone who actually does the program, not the free training, but the actual program, you have a 10 page evaluation with me that I look at. And I look at all the different things because I know for a fact, for example, my diet and lifestyle looks very different than my sister. And then to my mom, and that's just family, but think about all the other people in the world, right? So you can't compare a 20 year old to a 30 year old to a 50 year old to a 10 year old, we all have different times of our lives, you know, different things that, you know, you have to factor in, whether it's menopause, whether it's, uh, you know, puberty, whether it's this or that, like there's a lot of things, not just, you know, let's say the feminine cycle, but there's other things and other factors that go along and play with it. Having customers in over 66 countries, you really need to dial that in and look at where they're coming from, what they have access to, and also um, tailor it to them you know, cause it's going to look very different. For example, in the Netherlands, you know, you could drink tap water here in the U.S., I S I wouldn't touch tap water, you know, even if it was the last drop of water on earth, it's that type of thing where you got to look at, at, at everything and, and see who they are, where they are, and then be able to customize it to you. But again, those two buckets are diet and lifestyle, but there's a lot of misnomers when it comes to diet and lifestyle. Cause there's a lot of people out there that think that diet is the end all be all. And it's not. And if you believe it, you're in for a big disappointment, because it's not there's more to it. If it was just diet, shoot, we'd all have abs, we'd all have, you know, be super skinny, we'd all have like no disease, but it's not just diet. It's so much more than that. And again, this is where it really needs to be tailored to you when it comes to lifestyle, there's also a lot of different types of uh, buckets. But what I think outside of the diet and the lifestyle is one limiting beliefs. This one is is a big one and I'll give you another tip right after, but limiting beliefs is really huge because it's where you start from. See, the thing is when you go to the doctor, the doctor doesn't say, hey, guess what? There's another route. You can do this with diet and lifestyle. You don't need my medications. No doctor's telling you that. Why? Because they make money off of the medications. That's how the healthcare system works. They make money off of medications and surgeries, right? Yeah. Um, that's it. That's that's how they're in business. And the medical system is great when you have a broken arm, when you have, you know, a pregnancy and you need to deliver, when, you know, you you have to to get, you know, CT, MRI scans, this type of thing. Fantastic. But when it comes to an autoimmune disease, they unfortunately cannot help you because it's... It's your own internal work. It's like you graduating from the university. No one can take that test for you. No one can do that final exam for you, but you, and this is what this is. I always say to my clients, having alopecia, having an autoimmune disease, having hair loss in general, even if it's not the autoimmune type, it's a test. And life is giving us a lesson. So we have to understand what is this lesson? What is it teaching us and move forward? When it comes to limiting beliefs, if you yourself do not believe that you can heal, No one can help you. I'm so sorry, no one can help you. If you believe there's an opportunity for you to heal, if you believe that it's possible for you, then that's a beautiful thing because then from there, everything else is an open plain field for you. You have nothing but abundance and opportunity for you. But it starts with that belief. You have to believe that it's possible. And I understand many of you listening to me make me sound uh, skeptical about this whole situation, but at the same time, it's just like, You can't deny, A, let's say, for example, me, my hair uh, after eight years, after COVID, after a pregnancy, after stressful times, after moving three continents in one year, like I still have my hair. Alopecia areata never came back. It's done. Like I put it to sleep. Why? Because I hold the reins, I have full control. And if you want to look more, there's like success stories. I have interviews on my podcast. Like the list goes on and on and on. So healing alopecia, even if it's scarring, even if it's um, areata autoimmune or totalis or universalis, or even if it's telogen effluvium or androgenetic or female pattern baldness or diffuse or any other type, it's possible. Like whatever situation you have, even if it's not hair loss, even if it's thyroid issues or another autoimmune disease or something else that's going on, you can always heal, but you have to a take action and, you know, get that plan. And I would recommend you follow someone who's been there, done that you know, if you want to climb Mount Everest, are you gonna, you know, talk to somebody who's barely done like a little hill around your neighborhood or who's actually done it? You know, you want to follow somebody who's been to Mount Everest and hopefully who's climbed it like five times. That to me is proof in the pudding, right? So follow the person who's climbed your Mount Everest and follow them because they know something that you don't know. And in this case, I've seen so many dietitians, nutritionists, nurse practitioners, functional medicine doctors, regular doctors do my program. Why is that? Because there's a gap in information. There's a, a missing link. There's something there that's not, there's a disconnect in the education system, unfortunately. Maybe it's not updated. Maybe their education's not updated. Maybe they haven't continued. Something's there where they're missing a link.
0: And and so I'm going to interject a little bit, because I feel like a lot of mainstream medicine, again, being pharmaceutical based and surgery based, they're not willing to even think about the stuff that is within our control. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that with any chronic illness, autoimmune disease, we realize that the medical system falls short. And I love that you talk about limiting beliefs because how I know so many people who just don't think that healing is possible. And I know so many doctors who are just like, you're doomed. You know, and they just put that seed in the head and it's just so such a disservice to people to be like, you know, all we can do is manage and hope for the best. And it's like, as you and I both know, and we've seen in our clients, like the power of solid information and uh, giving people permission to try new things and, and letting them know that they're not doomed is absolutely just so powerful.
1: You're right. Doctors do do a disservice. I hear it time and time again, where my clients come to me and they're like, well, my doctor, my dermatologist told me there's nothing to do. They, they send me home. They're like, no medication, no this, no that. They're like, there's nothing. Or they even say it to the parent in front of the child, this impressionable child who's eight, nine, 10, 15 years old, who's losing their hair that the mom, you know, is fighting for them. And yet this doctor has the audacity the absolute audacity to say these things right in front of the child, like, A, this should not be ever said. B, um, the doctor's limiting beliefs and limited knowledge should not be imposed upon to the patient, the client, the, you know, the the mom, the person or the child or the adult. So there's got to be a stronger mindset mindset is huge when it comes to this. It's it's like any goal. If you want to tackle it, you can, you just got to, you know, get the right strategy and move forward. The other part of this besides limiting beliefs that I see hindering a lot of people is blind spots and blind spots are a big one. And this is why it took me four years to figure out my own, my own journey and my own like setbacks, because you have to be, Absolutely 100% self aware. And I thought I was self aware, but then life shows you that you're not 100% self aware, right? It it, it always shows you and it like humbles you (laughs) right in the elbow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It humbles you. And so, again, four years later or four years after being diagnosed, I'm still mulching like a, I don't know, like a chia pet here. You know, my receding hairline is going back. I've lost over 50% of of my, of, of my hair, uh, bald spots are connecting in the back. It, it's just, it's getting precarious. The eyebrows are are amiss. the, you know, the nails are awful. And then once I, I saw these, these little triggers, small, minute things that I changed in me, boom, it was just like, everything went uphill from there. And that's the power of having the evaluation. That's the power of having an expert look at your evaluation, being able to pick out your blind spots, because there's going to be a lot of things that people don't realize have a direct effect or a correlation to your, in this case, alopecia, hair loss, autoimmune disease, disease in general, et cetera, people who are unaware. And this is what, what makes having that title or that, let's say, education of a functional medicine doctor, dermatologist, or a dietitian or clinical nutritionist, or any of these other titles that I or, you know, clinical psychologists, these are all professionals who do my program. And yet they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I was doing this wrong. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize, you know, this was happening. And and the thing is, it's like, no one's perfect. I understand that. And so this is why we always have to keep learning. If we're not learning, we're dying, right? right? Isn't that how the saying goes? We need to keep growing every day. If not, like we will be held back one way or another. And so those are the two big ones that I really see is the limiting beliefs, because if, if you don't take a stand for you, no one else can, unfortunately. Um, and this even goes with the child. If the child who's let's say 16 and who doesn't want to do any treatment, whether it's natural and holistic or whether it's medication bound or anything, you can't force that child, right? Try to force a child to eat their veggies. We already mm. know like how that looks like. Imagine having to succumb them and, and force them to go through any such program. They have to want this as, as much as the parents do. It can't just be the parents doing the work for them, because at the end of the day, that child has to learn to fly on their own, you know, on their own wings. They need to be able to walk on their own feet. They need to be able to do this. And so this is very, very important. It's a life lesson really for, for anyone. And I almost think that the people who get this at a younger age are at a huge advantage versus Um, let's say you are right because then you have all the keys to your success for the rest of your life. But let's say me, you know, I got this when I was in 30 something, I'm now in my forties and okay. Yes. I have the, the keys to my success for the rest of my life. I know for a fact, alopecia will never haunt me again. There is no uncertainty because I hold the power and the keys to my health and also to my, to my children and to my, to my husband and my family and everything. But at the same time, it's like that lesson came a little late. I could have prevented it. I could have, I, I could have known better, but I didn't. You know, and I can't blame anybody. I can't blame my mom. I can't blame society, school system, et cetera. But at the same time, it's a beautiful blessing in disguise because since healing, I decided to help others in need. And this is where Alopecia Angel came in. Um, you know, it started with my own selfish reasons of wanting to heal. Cause I didn't want to go bald. And I knew, I knew, I knew this wasn't going to be my, my destiny, but then I speak two other languages. I speak Portuguese and Spanish and I knew how absolutely difficult this was to find the information in English. This isn't easy. This isn't a quick search online. This isn't something that you can find just, you know, at the public library, this is years of hard work. And once you put this recipe together, it's a recipe, just like, you know, making, you know, a nice dinner or a cake or anything else. It's a recipe that you got to put in together with the right amount of TLC. And then you get those results. And, you know, the fruits of my labor of that heartache makes it all worth it. Yes, I struggled. Yes, it was traumatic. Yes, it it it, it took away a lot of time and energy, but at the same time, it gave me so much. And now it gives me so much more like satisfaction and pleasure to be able to help those in other countries, in Canada, in Australia, in all over Europe, South Africa, in India, in Japan, where this information is not available, where the doctors are really clueless. Uh, the healthcare systems are subpar because as Americans, we all think, oh, the Europeans, they have it right. They're so much better off. I'm telling you, it's not so you know rosy colored as you may think. The healthcare system has a lot of red tape. It's worse than trying to you know, I don't know, pay your bills and and like defer your taxes for another six months. It's, it's so much worse. It's so much red tape and it's, it's very frustrating. The system is very frustrating to navigate. And at the end of it though, it makes it all worth it because other people are believing in themselves. They're giving themselves the opportunity and they're seeing the change in less than eight weeks. Again, what took me four years, they start to see in week two, three, four, five, six, hair growth.
0: And I just what I love about that is that it doesn't take long. You know, with the creams, with the medication, with all the things like things usually end up getting worse and worse and worse. And to be able to see results so quickly is just absolutely so powerful and I think that people don't realize the power that we have within ourselves to be able to to really heal you know, and to help just give the body what it needs to get out of its own way. I think like when we can remove the things that are blocking the body from functioning optimally and giving it what it needs, you know, um, last year I had somebody come on and talk about, um, how traumatic, you know, traumatic trauma can cause autoimmune disease and things like that and how healing that can help reverse it. That's like a missing piece. Right. And it is, there's just all these things. And I think that can be a little bit overwhelming, but again, when you have that roadmap and a plan, It just makes everything so much better. And then you find what works for you, but you start healing right away. Like that's just incredibly powerful.
1: It really is. And the, I mean, people don't believe it because they come to me after decades of being completely bald, completely alopecia universalis, no eyebrows. So for those of you who don't know, alopecia areata, essentially you have all your hair on your head, legs, arms, armpits, et cetera. But you start with the small patches. You can graduate to alopecia totalis, which is full bald head, and then may or may not have eyelashes or eyebrows, and then the hair on your body st- is still there. Once you transition into universalis and graduate to that next tier, this is where you're like a sphinx cat. You have no hair anywhere. And I've seen this in children, in adults, in men, in women of any age, any race, any ethnicity. It doesn't matter. And, and that's the thing alopecia and autoimmune diseases for that matter do not discriminate um you can get this at any age any time anywhere in any country you know it just doesn't matter it, it so it it doesn't discriminate it doesn't let's say attack one race more than the other it's it just it is what it is but the the beautiful thing is that healing is possible and so that's the the silver lining that we all have to, that's a takeaway that I want everyone to know is that if you want to heal, it's there for you. Just like if you want to lose weight, you can do it. Just like if you want to graduate from a university, you can do it. If you want to, you know, learn how to build a car from scratch, you can do it. You can do anything. And a lot of times we don't believe that in ourselves. And I always told myself, even in the darkest moments that I can do anything, even when it's trying my patience, even when it's you know, essentially breaking me down. I always remind myself I can do anything. And, you know, a lot of times we don't live with cheerleaders in our ears or living with them, maybe in our homes or with our friends. Because again, that's another situation, right? When you go through hair loss, most of the time you don't even tell anybody. You you suffer in silence. And even though I had my fiance, it took me like, mm, it took me like a good six months to even tell him. Like I was still like, uh, I don't know, just in shock. Like this was happening to me and I had big curly hair and I was just like, nah, this isn't happening. But then when you start to see all the hair clog up in the drains, when you start to see it all over on the floors, there's no denying it. There's no denying it. And then you're like, okay, I, I need to tell you something. <laughs> this is what's going on. And this is you know precarious because when you go through something like this, it inhibits you from doing activities, from dating, from going to school, showing up for work, showing up in life. And this is where like the free fall happens and you you become more isolated. COVID didn't help with that either, but then you become more isolated. And then of course, you, you turn to the internet and to these forums and groups, and it's all negative. And then of course, any beacon of light that says, hey, you can heal holistically and naturally, everyone and their mother pooh poos it real quick because- they don't believe it for themselves, and so this is where we have to be strong enough to divert our attention and not allow those the negativity to enter into our space.
0: Well, and I think the other thing is being willing to change, like not yeah. only to, you know, you you ha- the journey you become when you overcome obstacles, right? The the person you become as you work through those hard things and come out on the other side you know, it, it changes you and you have to be willing to do that change, which is, I think just another one, the limiting beliefs, but also like being willing to become a new person and who you become through that. Like you went from, you know, very, you know, just really wanting to heal yourself to realizing, oh, I can help others heal, you know, and that's, that's just a a full evolution and then becoming a mom and, you know, all of that stuff along with it, like, All these things that people want and desire—it's absolutely possible, you know. But the first step is knowing, like, it's just not being willing to give up.
1: Amen. You have to be perseverance. And the thing is, it's like, yes, I failed a lot. I failed numerous times. I mean, it took me four years, right? This wasn't overnight. And but then when you start to look at other amazing inventors and people who who've done things far beyond. What what I think I've done for myself, you know, Thomas Edison, it took him 10,000 tries to figure out the light bulb, 10,000 tries. You would have thought maybe even halfway through he would have given up, but he didn't. And so you have to be perseverant in what you think and believe is possible. You know, we wouldn't have satellites today had we not sent somebody to the moon. And the precursor to sending somebody to the moon was what was a lot of ideas, hopes, dreams, ambition, research, technology failures, trials, right? And this is how that yeah. happens. And so it's like, you have to keep going, even when one treatment or two treatments or three treatments, et cetera, don't work out. The What I like to say is that the rejection is the redirection. So any yeah. failure, any setback is setting you up for something better, is setting you up for the real true path, the, the path that you should take. So for example, if you're looking to buy a house and let's say the, the house you want, doesn't go through for whatever reason, or the deal doesn't go through, or even let's say you're dating somebody and the boyfriend, you know, let's say breaks up with you for whatever reason. And another one does. And another one does it's because these people are not meant to be in your life. You know, instead of holding on to that, like, let go and move forward, let go and move forward, let go and move forward. Because this is where success happens when you continue to move forward into something new. And sure, it may hurt. And sure, it may be frustrating. And sure, there's disappointments. But pick yourself up. Like, give yourself half a day, cry it out, and then keep going. I mean, this is the strategy I took. You know, if you need a half a day to cry it out or whatever, do so. And then move forward with a new strategy, with a new approach, with a new set of lens. Like, get inspiration. Look to those experts, you know. And when you start looking at businesses, you know, Apple wouldn't be where they are today had they just been, you know, okay with the first version of their iPhone or right. okay with their first version of their laptop or their computer system, right? And so it, it's this trial and, and error. It's like dreaming bigger, dreaming
0: bigger. And and that constant of ev- evolution, right? And then I think the other thing, especially when people have dealt with the disease for 10, 20 years, is it becomes part of who they are and letting go of that. And becoming somebody new is also really scary. I see that a lot in people who, you know, especially the forties and their fifties, like, well, I've dealt with this for so long. Who am I without it? Right. Especially you see that with obese people, right. People have been overweight their whole life and they don't know, even they can't even imagine themselves thin. Right. And so I'm like, well, let's let go of being thin and just being healthy and see what happens. Right. And it's kind of that same thing. It's like, okay, well you are yourself without a disease. Like you Mm -hmm. don't have to be bound to that. And I think that's another thing with the limiting beliefs is like this is just who I am now. And letting go of that can be really difficult for people. I think that change is just really hard. Even if they don't like where they're at, change is just really hard. And so being willing to step out in faith is is huge.
1: You're right. You're a hundred percent right. But the other side to that is also people who don't know that their new normal means no no joint pain no brain fog no digestive issues no this no that you know the symptoms can keep going down all the way down this you know laundry list so to speak and so people think that having joint pain um or you know having back aches or knee aches or this or that or all these other symptoms is normal they think oh it's normal because of my age or they think hair loss is normal because of my age when it's not like mm-hmm. you can reverse this at any age i have clients at at the age of 75 years 65 years, and they still see hair growth. So you can do anything. You just need to understand how to support your body. Cause many times we're, we don't understand what that really looks like. We don't understand how to incorporate it into our life and how to, you know, mesh that, you know, the person living in Florida is going to have a different diet and lifestyle than the one living in Idaho, completely different. And so you have to, you know, accommodate for that. And so yeah, it's, you know, a lot of times people have this new normal and they're like, wow, For the first time I'm waking up, you know, rested for the first time I'm waking up with no headaches, with no brain fog, with no like ringing in the ears, with no this, with no that it's amazing. The transformation that's possible once you allow it to happen.
0: Yeah. Is there anything, I feel like we've just, we've covered so much. Is there anything you would like to leave people with?
1: Sure. I would probably say that you have the keys to your health. You own your future and your destiny. You own you own, so much of your health. And a lot of times we're not allowed to believe this. A lot of times we're not given permission. And I'm giving you permission to believe it. I know you are worthy of full health, of full hair. I know you are worth anything and anything that you want in life. And so it's all very possible for you. And again, if, if you don't know what that first step looks like, I would say it's believing that it's possible for you. And then two, seeking out people who've, you know, climbed that Mount Everest, you know, if it's hair loss, I'm happy to help you. If it's, you know, autoimmune disease, if it's diet, if it's something else, you know, I'm sure between Marion and I, we can help you navigate that and point you to the right direction, but there's always help for you and it's out there. And a lot of times you need help. And you might be maybe somebody like me, like a type A, who doesn't like to ask for help because maybe you feel like you're bothering people. That's me. I, I don't like raising my hand. I don't like, I like figuring things out on my own. <laughs> now it took me longer, right? It took me a lot longer than it should have. Um, but now I understand the power of, of asking for help. And I also understand the limited power that doctors professionals, whether it's a accountant, a lawyer, et cetera, have as well. They're there to help me. They're there to guide me. And, you know, I take what they tell me with a grain of salt. Cause I know many times people impose their beliefs on me, which, you know, I guard, I guard my beliefs and like my area, so to speak, my personal space, you know, with, with a nice steel shield, because again, it's like only positivity, If you want to come here with a lot of negativity, that's not going to work because I know anything is possible. So I'd say there, start with there. I'm happy to help you. We have a free training that starts tomorrow. We also have our program on my podcast at the Alopecia Angel Podcast. We have numerous, numerous interviews with clients from all over the world who've seen hair growth in less than, you know, eight weeks, six months from zero to 100 from completely Alopecia Universalis to children with full hair growth. It's, it's astounding again, what you can do when you support your body, you can find all my information at alopeciaangel.com. And, you know, my name is Johanna. Feel free to email us, contact us. If you have any questions, alopecia is definitely something you can reverse along with other autoimmune diseases. a lot, along with any other symptoms, health concerns, everything is fixable. Everything is so have hope, have faith and move forward in action. Cause without action, you're not getting anywhere.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today and sharing that message because it is it is powerful.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to, to connect with you and to your listeners. Uh, I already feel that you and I, we have a lot in common and I know we do. Yes. And yeah, it, it's a beautiful message when you can uh, share the experience of others because again, it's not just me and my hair. You know, this would be very easy for me, you know, because then people are like, oh, well, what about me? What about me? But this is where you have testimonials, uh, podcasts, before and after pictures from people all over the world who've done the same program and who've defied the odds. So anyone can defy the odds.
0: Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found this episode helpful, would you do me a favor and help others find it by leaving a review, sharing a screenshot on social media, or sharing the link with a friend? By you sharing what you've learned, others are able to find this podcast and join our community. Be sure to check out my website, www.roadtolivingwhole.com for over 160 delicious recipes, a variety of meal plans, and a blog packed full of even more healthy living tips. If you'd like to learn more about how to work with me as your coach, you can schedule a free consult through www.roadtolivingwhole.com backslash health-coaching backslash. Until next time, friend, Bye.